Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Pub Lobby Podcast. My name is Adrian. And I'm Jason. And this week we're going to talk about the rise of the auto chess genre. Stay tuned. couple of weeks back we wanted to do an article and we never got around to it i think it was going to be part of our first podcast but since it's come this far we might as well talk about it auto chess right yeah it was like a couple of weeks ago that valve was talking about developing their own version since they split up with the og devs yeah and it's been a month later and they've already got one in their store in steam and it i've been playing it and it seems pretty good so far which is very hilarious considering the fact that there was an article that was like a released like uh a month ago right and it was saying how um the original creators of the auto chess mod team drodo and valve were talking about making a game together and now you know fast forward a few weeks and now we have what freaking three different auto chess games in the work one um the team drodo the original makers are going with like you know they're they're with uh the epic games now right they're gonna release their their pc version epic games exclusive like no wonder they didn't want to work with valve because you know they're on team epic and then you know valve shooting first right releasing the first sort of auto chess on pc anyway like standalone game and then now uh, Riot has jumped on board as well. Now the competition, you know, cycle increases. So here we have three very strong competitors. The original makers, the the the, the game makers of the original host mod, right, host of the mod. And now we have an outsider Riot Games coming into the play, into the mix. And so we've actually played Dota on the Lords. I've actually also played Auto Chess. I've actually played a lot of Auto Chess, and we've literally Underlords came out two days ago. And uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on the game so far? Uh, well, it seems intriguing. Like as a person who never played the original mod, and I've barely played any Dota as well. I mean, yeah, like I've probably played like the tutorial of Dota. Never really got into it, but Auto Chess seems like. It seems unique enough that I think people who probably didn't enjoy the original games could enjoy Auto Chess. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, um, this game, you really didn't, like, you don't need to know anything about Dota to play Auto Chess, honestly. Right, yeah. Right, like, um, I think... Well, I, yeah, yeah. Right? No, I, I think if you know the moves of the original heroes, you'll probably... Yeah. It might help. It'll, okay. it'll help a little. It'll help a little, but, like... Yeah. There's not too many things you really need to know about. Like I, I what's it call it? Played Auto Chess the mod, um, like before I even really like got to know Dota, and so right. like even like when I first started playing, sure it might have helped to know some of the character background and knowledge and skills, um, and it might like you know translate better to the chess book pieces. But then again, I didn't really know any of that, and I I I feel like you'll eventually learn it anyway as you play the game. So that's, you know, some of a little bit of a mute, mute, you know, point. But 
Um, what I feel about Underlords and as opposed to Auto Chess is that, thank God, something has released that's not a mod, right? So, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, Auto Chess actually released on the mobile first. That that was the that was the first sort of Auto Chessy um, like game standalone. But it came out first on the mobile. Now, I played it. I played the mobile version, and it's not particularly great. I mean, it's great. It's pretty much the same thing as the mod, but you know the UI is a bit cleaned up, and you know more friendly, like you know user interface and um, you know gestures and stuff are great for the mobile. But it's a battery hog, so that's you know one of the downsides. You know, battery hog, and also um, like you mentioned before, game times are so long, like. Original Dota Chess mod, the game times are like what? Like if you're good at the game, it'll be like an hour if you're coming like first or second or whatever, all the way to like thirty minutes depending if you you know you're the first one to go. So yeah, like it's harsh. It's a harsh game. It's got a steep learning right. curve. Um, yeah. In terms of Underlords, what they've done in Underlords compared to Auto Chess, I particularly like. You can very easily tell that Underlords is a mobile game, right? Oh, yeah. The UI is... You can literally change the UI to a mobile UI in on the PC. Well, it's literally... They just copied, paste whatever they, they've put yeah. on the mobile onto the, the computer screen. Like, there's needless amounts of, like, menus that you need to click on. And, like, if you yeah. ever, if you looked at Teamfight Tactics, right... So Team Fight Tactics is the the auto chessy game. Okay, before we get on further, I am here to pronounce a new acronym for this genre. I mean, auto chess. It's gonna be confusing because everyone's gonna call this the auto chess genre, even though there's a game called auto chess. So here I propose a new term. It's not even chess. It's not even auto chess. Exactly. It's not even actual chess. Like like when you think of auto chess, I always think of the wizard chess from Harry Potter. That's what auto chess sounds like to me. So when I heard about auto chess at first, I was like, "Wait, hang on, a sec." Or it could be inspired, right? It could the game could have been inspired from that, like you know, Harry Potter, like wizard chess, whatever. But um, the term I wish to propose is going to be called mobs, right? M O B S, multiplayer online battle sim. All right, H- hear me out. It's gonna stick, right? <laughs> Whoever listens to this, uh, fucking you know, proclaim it loudly. Yeah. We're gonna you hear it here first. The Pop Lobby Podcast. Yep, makes sense. It's an offshoot of mobs. Well, the yeah, mobs. Yeah, and you know the acronym is tight, right? Mobs, because you know making a mob of you know characters to fight other mobs of characters. Perfect. All right. So continuing on, right? Team fight tactics. The UI on that, like, so I don't have access to the PBE because I haven't played League in a very long time. Like, um, I, I sort of stopped playing League when they started to introduce the whole honor system thing. And so I'm you have to be, like, on a level three to access the, the public beta environment. And so I can't really play it. But from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've watched, um, the UI on that is perfect. Like, absolutely perfect for PC. Like, you get everything, all the information. You get your gold information, your XP information, your, like, you know, your um, your chess pieces, you know, what packs you have open, you know, what you need to get interests, 
everything is on the screen at the same time, which you can't say the same about Auto Chess, the mod, the mobile game, or Underlords. So, hands down, if you're a PC player, Team Fight Tactics looks like the one to go, right? The the most right. like you know, most suited for PC gaming experience. Now, on the flip side, right? On the flip side, Underlords, um, they have a mobile version and a PC version, right? And now the benefits of that is that it's got cross-play and cross-save. So th- that being said, right, I don't know if how true is this because... So, you, Jason, you maybe you can tell about, like, some of the... the that. Yeah, so apparently um, I've been, like, listening to info about order, this uh, Dota Underlord and apparently... You're able to like play on your mobile phone and then say you're on a commute and then you arrive home and then you're able to go straight to your computer and play the same game, apparently. Yes. And I've I've never tested that out, but who knows if it'll work or if it even is possible. We'll try it. We'll try it. We haven't done it yet, but... After this podcast during the week, we'll probably try it. I'll, I'll I'll definitely try it anyway, and like, hopefully, if that system works, it's gonna be very convenient, right? So, what it looks like to me is that Valve is doing what League did to Dota, basically, <laughs> right? So basically, Valve is making a sort of simpler version that's more accessible, right? Because like they haven't really changed anything like the, the core mechanics to the um to the auto chess like um formula they've really just sort of like simplified a lot of the things they simplified or like all the you get damage charts now and you know you can you know see your gold and like uh what's called it also some of the uh, tribe bonuses and like you know um class bonuses are their their smaller requirements so some of yeah. there's like some like some tri- tribes that cr- like require two people as opposed to you know three or whatever, and so it all seems to me is that they've made it more friendlier. The UI is a bit cleaner from the mod, and they've been put crossplay, so it's accessible. So this is going to be accessible version of Auto Chess or Mobs. I'm going to keep saying it, Mobs, right? <laughs> so so this is going to be the the accessible version, and then League. So they. I appreciate what they've done. So their 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 version looks completely like directed towards the PC crowd, and they've also added their unique spin on it. So they've they've added you know a few more mechanics. So they've got different item mechanics. Oh, also Underlords Underlords also has different item mechanics, but I I reckon the item mechanics in um, League is a bit deeper because you have different item combinations that you can get and each item combinates like, like, combines with any other item in the game. What, so like builds? Or yeah, something? you can. So like, I but... think if anything, items in Teamfight Tactics is way more important than in Underlords. But in Underlords, yeah. they have their own thing. We'll get to it. So they have, you know, items that combine with other items, but they also have like carousel. So they have that carousel at the beginning and, it, you know, interval rounds where, you know, Everyone from get can pick from a pool of spinning like you know heroes, and then also um, the interval rounds like the the pick order is dependent on how high and how low you like your ranking is at that moment. Oh wow! So so basically, the highest people pick last, and the lowest people pick first, which is you know again smart. 
it mitigates some of the RNG, like R, like mitigates the snowball uh, mechanic in like most of these games. Because right now, in my opinion, a lot of these games are very snowbally. But um, yeah, they've implemented that, and as well as um, what's it call it? So items. Um, also, they've changed up the the grid. So it's instead of like a um, a, like a a square, like you know, like six by six or like nine by nine or something, whatever. It's like now just a um, it's actually like a hexagonal like grid. Ooh, so nice, now you nice. have like a bit more like you know um, composition and positioning choices now, and so I right. feel like what League has done is sort of expanded on the genre a little bit. You know, it doesn't they didn't change too much, right? Changes some of the items, some of the you know the the hero passes. They've also changed um, what's called the gold requirements and the leveling. So I feel like League is one giant big step in the yes direction because um i mean i haven't played it yet so who's, who's to say i mean sure there, there might be some balancing issues right now going on over there i mean all of these games have balancing issues because they're they're all in beta early days all in alpha you know who knows what's gonna happen with like you know one you know one goliath of a hero could be you know really crap the next patch right so who knows but um Team Fight Tactics is I I say like probably the one I'm gonna play the most when it comes out for the rest of us. I think it's gonna come out uh, on the twenty fifth. I think it's gonna drop on the twenty fifth is when the patch comes out. It's like patch one point one three or something. Don't quote me on Do that. Do you need the league client for that, or is it a separate yes. launcher? So so unlike the other two, right? Um, it's basically a um. In, it's like a mod, basically. It's like another game mode within League. Right, right. So okay. it's it's another game um, like Dominion or like, uh, you know, whatever different, like Earth or whatever. It's going to be inside the League client. So I guess you could call that a downside because, you know, maybe they're not extremely committed to this idea of a standalone game being a standalone game. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Um yeah. Hopefully the league one takes off. I mean, right now, if you had, did you see the Twitch charts? Um, no, but I've definitely seen a lot of people playing. Yeah, do team fight tactics. I think a lot more people are playing team fight tactics than they are underlords right now. Yeah, well, yeah. at least because it's the new thing, right? Yeah. Well, like at least the um, like even in terms of like Twitch, like streamers and YouTubers, right? Like I haven't seen many Underlord videos pumped out. Like right now it's all like team fight tactics, team fight tactics. You yeah. Know? yeah. Even though Underlord's released to the public first, like true public, not as opposed to, you know, public B- PBE because, you know, or whatever honor system or whatever. Like even though Underlord's did it first or technically auto chess did, but, Whatever, that's auto chess on a mobile, and that's like they're directed to the Chinese market. Not really to us, but like in terms of the Western market, it's gonna be Underlords and um, T5 Tactics and T5 Tactics, even though it's not out, it's crushing it. It's absolutely crushing yeah. it. So, you know, hopefully it'll be good. I'm gonna get my hands on it. I think, uh, you know, you'll, we'll play together, me and Jason. <laughs> Hopefully, you won't need that honor system thing again to play it. Or hopefully, there no. aren't any honor system stuff related no. to it. 
I mean, that's only for the PVE, right? I don't. I, when right, it re- yeah. actually comes out as you know part of the game, I don't. It's gonna be free for everyone, right? I don't know, yeah. unless they do some like level requirement for it. But even then, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be you know, like let's say any like it won't. The requirement will probably be like what level two or level five or something. Who cares? Yeah. So, hey, that's uh that's that. Now, in terms of like uh, what's it call it? The loot boxes and monetization of these games. Now, that's a huge, different, freaking question. Dota hats, Dota hats oh. for everyone. Okay. So I don't know what they're gonna do for Underlords because right now, so how Team Drodo, how they monetize right at this very moment with the the mod is that you can buy couriers or like buy candy to buy couriers right or like or like random gacha courier and so basically right. the cosmetic aspect of it is the courier now under laws has no courier so i have no clue how they are going to monetize this game right it's going to be on the mobile it's going to be on the pc right so hear me out i have no clue right no clue how they do it, unless they, you know, leave the cosmetic on the actual characters themselves, which is very flimsy, and I don't think that's a very good, solid path. But let's hope it's nothing scummy, right? I think you already have a basis for it from their own data to monetization, like the normal, like, MOBA monetization, with, like, all the different costumes, the hats and stuff. I think they're probably going to base it off that. Well, yes, they could, but just hear me out, right? Because, like, let's say you could deck out, like, specific, you know, like, ch- like p- chess pieces. Let's call them chess pieces, right? Let's say you can deck out this specific chess piece with a specific hat or a specific this or a specific, you know, bow or whatever, right? Right. Now, that could lead to, like, some crazy like sure you could do that but i don't think that's very a strong monetization model just because the fact there's so many different pieces in the game and there's so many like different like let's say some other person has a piece right has like a like an axe for example and you have an axe and their axe has a little hat and yours doesn't right and you know again maybe this is a bit of a nitpick but maybe it it could just become confusing you know yeah, yeah. All right, another, like, uh, big gripe I have, right? Big gripe I have with Underlords. O- obviously, it's in early access and in beta, and it's very, very early beta. Like, uh, when you upgrade, like, a, a character within Underlords, you, they, don't do, they don't look any different. They look, like, tiny, like, they're a bit bigger, and that's it, and they have, yeah, like, yeah. an extra star on their head. Now, what I particularly loved about the original order chest is that, like, the mod, right? When I mean original auto chess, we're talking about the mod, not the mobile game. When you upgraded like a a specific hero, it felt good. It felt great. Do you know why? Because one, there's a visible like change, right? You're you're it's like level one pleb versus like level hundred boss, right? So like you get to like um you know you, you level up your level one character your level one character looks a bit shit and then you upgrade level two he looks a bit cooler you get to level three he looks like a god basically he looks like is it like so pimped different out different armor and yeah, stuff like that yeah hugely different armor nice. it's it's just okay. wonderful and also like every time you upgrade 
a music plays in the background, like in celebration or some shit. Or and like <laughs> and then the character will say a character line, and it felt good, right? Now that's yeah, yeah. I say that's missing in like even Teen Titan Tactics and like in Underlords right now. They need to do something that you know. I think that's what I really loved about the um, original one is because it every time you upgraded something, you f- you feel good and you know that your board is gonna make a difference now. Right, so the only like another gripe I have with Underlord is that it's hard to tell. I mean, sure you can look at the stars on the head, but visually, it's really hard to tell if their team is stronger than your team, just based on like you have to look at the stars and look at the you know the obviously the tribe bonuses, but right, visually, yeah. like it doesn't look like their team will kick your ass, even though it will kick your ass because <laughs> you know maybe they yeah, have no. higher star power, right? So that's something they need to work on. I'm sure they they're gonna do it because there's um elements in the I think season info that indicate that they will add like different like levels and different versions of tiers of uh, yeah of like different looking heroes and stuff. Perfect. Now league on the other hand they did they did a little bit more instead they also the the characters get bigger but they get like um their specific chest pieces or pieces of armor on the character's body start to glow. So, uh, uh, okay. so like basically, your level one characters have no glow, and then if you you upgrade to level two, and like what like uh some of their armor pieces glow like silver, which indicates they're level two, and then you know obviously when they get to level three, they're gold. So at least that way you can sort of tell visually that they're gonna stomp your ass, right? right? Yeah. So you know, fair enough. But again, let's let's hope they um you know. Like let's hope the the monetization model and they they build to like you know they work on it they work on it now okay. in terms of league I don't think league is gonna directly monetize team fight tactics it doesn't look like that in in the immediate like right now no um they could because they do have couriers so they could start implementing couriers into their like lo- like you know freaking chess Wait, key league has system. couriers yeah they do. I mean, it's it's just purely cosmetic. The couriers don't do anything. It's just there uh, to represent okay. you, right? And um, those, yeah, they can monetize those. Great. That's the, you know whatever. But I think they they can use this mod as a as a vehicle to drive their um, like League of Legends character sales and and skins yeah. and whatever. Yeah. No, so definitely. you know, but again, hopefully Underlords don't freaking mo- they there's nothing said about monetization right now and so i am very scared because okay if we get down to it right if we get down to it the game is basically gambling all right yes. hate to break it to you all but it's <laughs> actually sort of like gambling you're basically hedging your bets on certain things to come your way and if you if they do come your way through just random rng then you know you win and that feels good. Yeah. Right. The only thing I wouldn't, the only reason why I wouldn't call this like predatory or bad gambling is because no money is involved. Right. Yet. So, yet. Right. See, he, he, look at this, right. Follow my, follow my thought train, right. Follow my thought train. Right. So this is just like one step away from like people putting money behind this shit. Right. I mean, you're already, it's basically like pulling slots already. It, it looks, it literally, the UI looks like slots. 
Yeah. With characters replacing it. I mean, you could argue, right? I mean, obviously, this game is a bit more complex than just simply pulling slots. And it's got levels of abstraction. And there is... No, definitely. Levels of strategy involved. And, you know, player interaction and player skill involved. Because, obviously, it's not completely RNG, right? It's just... Right. Very... A lot of levels of RNG in this game. So, I would say, like, uh, right now, anyway... um, like uh, what's it call it? League of Legends, or I mean, what Riot's doing with Team Fight and Do- uh, Valve is doing for Underlords. They're trying to s- mitigate some of the RNG involved. Like the classic auto chess is so RNG. Like it's basically yeah. each round you're opening is like opening a card pack. You're opening a card pack each time, and you you're, you're trying your luck, right? And you know, let's say you decide to go one one race, right? Like let's say you want to go to like uh, like Warriors or Orcs or something, right? And like say, right. oh, I want to get orcs, blah blah blah. And you're basically hoping that the next pack will open again, <laughs> and next pack, and blah 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 blah, right? That's one level of RNG. Now there's another level of RNG. Who you verse in classic auto chess? Who you verse is also RNG. So it's actually randomly Oof. picked about, like picked uh, like who you verse, and you can actually verse the same character, like person, multiple times. So. Wow. You can get really unlucky really fast. Yeah. That's not all. There's also item RNG, right? So when you have the neutral round, you have a chance of getting an item, right? And just a random ass chance. You can, there's rounds, you get no items, right? What? (laughs) And then sometimes you get, you know, good items. Sometimes you get bad items. And it's just so much RNG involved. And like... Sure, like, you know, let's say a veteran auto chess player is like, hey, you can do this and you can do that. You can, you know, interest stack and, you know, lose strat is a thing as well. But, you know, again, there's a lot of RNG involved and sometimes you're just not lucky, right? Yeah, you're just not yeah. lucky. And some some guy, you know, some guy can pull like, you know, a three star at round 12 and you're just like, why? <laughs> you know, you're just like, how does this happen? And, you know, it's, it, yeah. It's basically like the entire, what, 20 minutes you wasted in the early and mid game goes to shit in the late game because some guy just randomly pulls out, like, a get get out of free, get out of jail free card. And it's like, well, they basically rise to the top. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's that, right? But there's also, again, like, um, strategies to mitigate that, right? So that's, I think right. that's why this, this it makes this game really hard because you sort of, to really play this game the best, at the most, is that if you know, like, parts of the mechanic of this game and not entirety of the game, you will still suck. It's like, if you learnt about 80%, like, if you learn 10% of the game, you will suck, obviously, right? Because you only know 10% of the yeah. game. If you learn 50% of the game, you'll still suck. You only get, like, pretty good at the game or, like, sort of, like, proficient enough at the game when you, when you get close to get, like, 80%, 90%, when you start to know all the try bonuses and which character's good or not at this moment, what's cost-efficient, what's not cost-efficient. Like, once you get to, like, 80 90% of knowing the game, like, like all of the, the stats and all of the characters then is when you can start crafting flexible strategies. Yeah. So that's sort of like the goal of this game. It's not like you like fully committing to a single strat because there's too much RNG in a game for you to fully commit to a singular thing. It's like round one, you're like, I'm going to go this. And then nine out of 10 times you're going to fail because RNG, 
right? So, mm-hmm. again, that's why I think a lot of new players as well would be like, okay, there's just too much RNG in this game. Screw this game, right? Just give it a shot, right? Try to learn everything, right? But, uh, you know, be patient. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that that exact sentiment was me, my first game. I was like, wait, what's happening? Why is this? No, hang on a second. Yeah. It... But then, yeah, as, as I gradually started playing more, I realized, oh, no, there's a way of, like, working around the random stuff. Working around. To, like, basically, like, it's basically working around the random stuff to get the best possible outcome out of it. Basically, basically. And, like, you know, um, there's ways to augment your chances, like, as well. Like, um, there's, like, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff. So, like, uh, I think your level in each game... Well, I'm not sure about Team Fight Tactics, but I know for um, Auto Chess and maybe Underlords. I'm not, I'm not completely sure. But um, there's ways to mitigate your chance. So, basically, um, you know the, the, the rarity of the chess pieces is yeah. correspondent to your level. Ah, uh, okay. So so the higher level, the more chance of you rolling a higher quality chess piece, right? Okay. And so yeah. and so there there are there is a strat out there where it's like you keep your level low so you get more level one units so you can level those uh, level one units okay, higher. Okay. Right? So that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, like there's like some of those mechanics, like hidden mechanics you, you don't really know about until like, you know, you figure it out. But right. like, um, um, like leveling up sometimes can expand your pool, which then re- reduces your RNG of pulling a specific character or increase yeah. it or increase it. Depends if you're going for a late game hero or late game strat, then maybe leveling up is the good choice for you to make. Right. Um, generally there's like a general strat, like you, what you level at level around, like when you hit level four, you level like once so they get level five basically you skip level four right because it right. costs like four xp or something yeah there's like specific strats into it again you won't know until you learn it and that's right. how you that, this is how unfriendly it is now going back to the gambling aspect because of all the levels of like rng in the game you could say it's like um gambling just let's hope there's no behind like money behind so if let's say um, Valve, right, comes in the Underlords and let's say has the hat, right? The little hat thing, right? And let's say yep. they put the Steam Marketplace on top of that hat. So now that hat <laughs> has monetary value. Now, uh, and that th- is very likely, honestly. Knowing Valve, they're basically a storefront right now. Then See, now here comes some like ethical issues, right? Let's say, let's say like, hey... Because right now in the game, Underlords, winning doesn't really get you much besides rank, right? Right. Right Right, right now, there's like, what? There's like, a, what, like eight different rank levels and then there's like, they're segmented into five levels within them. And like, winning a game doesn't really get you anything, right? Because again, there's no career, there's no candy, so you can't customize that or earn towards it. It's literally just rank right now and there's nothing really to work towards. Um if they if if they start putting like let's say loot boxes for your for your little characters and now and then the more you win the more loot boxes you get or whatever and then it's not loot boxes it's surprise mechanics uh-huh. from here 
Of course, of course. Surprise mechanics. It's fun, right? I think yeah. I think there was a comment a comment around that. Like there was like a funny comment I saw. It was like, yes, selling <laughs> selling coke to kids, <laughs> selling coke to kids, is fun as well. Like you know what I mean? Like it's so right. yeah. So what? Gambling is fun. All right. Well, yeah. No shit. That's and it's addictive. No, no. That's why. Yeah. That's why people do it. Right, same as selling coke to kids. What the kids would like? Would, sure, they'll probably love it. Right, if they got a hell hooked on it. Hey, does that make it okay to sell coke to kids? No. Like, come on, bro. So, I think this is a good way to transition to EA and its loot boxes. Now, is anyone surprised that they made those comments? No. No, not really. It's that. Well, it was the legal, the head of the league. No, it was like vice president of the legal department. See, no surprises there. That begs the question, right? I think a lot of people like wonder how why EA is such a bad guy. Like, why do they defend the loot boxes so much? Do you know why? It's because loot boxes are their bottom line. Literally, their bottom line. Like, yeah. without those loot boxes, they won't be earning it the money they make right now. Like, if you ever looked at the earning charts for, like, from FIFA, just fucking look at FIFA. It's, it's, it's their all ultimate cash, team stuff. cash cow. It's their yeah. massive cash cow. That's literally what funds their entire operation. And now, if yeah. you get, you know, and they see a government coming along and be like, no, you cannot sell these, like, these gambling slot machines to our kids. And they're like, No. We need our money. We need our money so bad. <laughs> and you can't tell us to not make money. And so that's why they're fighting so hard. And, you know, of course, they will come up with a snazzy term to just, like, cover the whole thing. It's like a kinder surprise, right? Fucking kinder. It's... See, that's different, yeah. right? So already, right, kinder surprise already has, like, physical value because you're getting a physical yeah. product in front of you. Right, you're literally getting sustenance with food. Yes, you get a physical product. You open a pack online; it's nothing. It's nothing in real life that has real value, right? That's like outside of that ecosystem. And so, no. ultimately, when you decide not to play that game, like sure, like you could say opening these loot boxes and loot packs or card packs or whatever has value to you as a player because you value it. That's why you bought it, right? Right, but the moment you stop playing, like the moment you look away and start <laughs> playing something else, that value equates to nothing, right? Yeah. So then begs the question: Are you paying for the value in game, or are you paying for memories? Because you could say, right? You could say that they're paying for memories. Like, oh, hey, I I need to pay this money for me to enjoy this game, and. Essentially, when you stop playing, it just turns into memories, basically. And how, <laughs> how many, like, freaking, like, how much money are you willing to pay for a memory? I mean, nine out of ten times, you're not probably enjoying that game that much anyway. Like, yeah. Come I on. I mean, yeah. no, or I think that's what basically what FIFA is, right? It's you're basically building up your ultimate team or whatever it's called to basically verse other people online. And then maybe get more cards, and it's like repeating cycle, basically. It's the grind. It, it's it's the grind because um, 
there's a there's a great argument out there about how you know some people will be like hey you know oh what's the problem with loot boxes it's player choice right people can choose to buy loot boxes or not right now sure obviously there's always a choice right but that doesn't stop the companies making that choice more appealing no, or, yeah, definitely. Or, or getting in your way of not making the choice, right? You know what I mean? So that it, it brings up the, the, the issue of game mechanics, right? And, and game like difficulty, right? It's so easy for a game company just to just insert huge grind section and then, oh, but look, there is this, you know, for $3, you can get an XP booster. I mean, like There was that bit of controversy around Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Where like people were like, oh, this seems a bit too grindy. And then when they look at the cash shop, it's like, oh, suddenly it makes sense a bit. Do you, yeah. The- like, do you think, right, if a game came out perfectly balanced and like had a direct vision of an experience, right, where the player won't be bored, right? Let's say they design the game for the player not to be bored, which is, you know, obviously all games are probably designed like that initially, right? Yeah. To be fun, right? The whole way through. You know, like, you know, if you're designing a game to be boring, then I don't know what's, what the heck. I mean, sure, it could be like a statement on life or some <laughs> what's shit. What's the point? Yeah, whatever, right? Like, yeah, let's say you're designing it for fun and then you, why would you ever need an XP booster or like an, or like this certain item from the cash shop to play. Because why would you? Because right. you would have everything in front of you anyway. And you'd be enjoying the whole experience anyway. So there's no use, no need for you to buy this thing. And as a result, right, if they release a perfectly balanced game with a cash shop, no one's going to buy anything from the cash shop. No one. Yeah. Right? But then, you know, you insert grind section here, like the famous, like fucking, was the anthem section? Fucking, like it was like, oh... Here are these tombs, and then to access these tombs, you need to do 500, kill 500 of these things. Yeah. Do, like, 20 of these things. I'm just like... That, that's just bad game design in general. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. It's like, oh, to become a hero, you must grind. It's like, wait, hang on, wait, what? See, that's, that's too close to real life. Because that's what real life is. Real life is a grind, right? You play games to get away from the grind, bro. Like, <laughs> why, why would you put yourself through that grind again? Like, if anything, right? Okay, not not to say that it's a waste of time. Because, you know, some people might enjoy it. And it's cathartic, right? I get the ca- whole, right. whole cathartic situation. Because, you know, I there's a lot of those games out there where you just keep playing and you just turn your brain off. Because, you know, maybe you had a hard day at work, right? You came home or school. School or work and you're like, hey, I just want to relax, you know? And I just want to play a game that's like sort of just mind-numbing and just calming, you know? But let's say, but, but you know, on the flip side, right? On the flip side, let's say, you know, they put in the grind and they offer you a cash shop and then you go through the grind and you're not enjoying it, right? No. Because a lot of this grind is not enjoyable. And you have to back, like, you know, you have to ask yourself, is this really worth it? Like, is this, am I getting, you know, the time and value out of my money here or like, you know, or they are, are they asking me more money? Right. And that is a huge turnoff for me. And, you know, if you see like, I mean, again, fair play. If the game is free, now that's a different question. If the game was a free game, different question. Right. But if it was like a $60 game or a hundred dollar Australian, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not paying any more money because I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm a I'm poor. Okay, I mean, sure, I'm not I'm not like loaded. I'm not like poor, like actually like you know like on the poverty line poor. I'm like, I'm talking about I'm broke. I'm a student, right? We're studying students at uni, and we yeah. don't have the expendable income to. We're not whales, okay? We're not the we're <laughs> not the fairy dust whales that has like money flown out of our pockets, right? We when we pay pay full price for a game, we expect the full game because that's what we all we can afford. I don't know why some of these some of these games feel like they're directly targeted at the whales. And it oh, just, yeah, no, it, definitely. It just leaves people like me and you, right? You get this, right? Me and you who yeah, who, yeah. who don't have that much expendable income and we're just basically waiting for the next big game to come out and we buy it like, wait, what? Once, yeah. once you know, every month or two months or three months or something? Yeah, or when the sale comes around. And then for that specific game, we I usually like spend a very significant long time with it just so that I can feel that it's worth my money. Exactly, right? And I don't need this game to come along to, like, basically like, cater to the whales. I mean, sure, they can... Okay, they can, then you get into the argument of, like, hey, developers can develop whatever game to whatever audience they want. And if if we don't like it, then we're not the audience, right? There's, there's that kind of right. argument behind it. And what I sort of, like, say is that it's a true shame. It's a shame. Yeah, because you're just limiting your market, right? Like I don't, I don't feel like the whales make up all of the market. I'm sure, sure there are, right? I'm sure they they they're living, but you know, it sort of feels like you know, us people in the middle are getting sort of cut out or like reduced, and we're right. not we're not really being heard, right? And so that's why. Like companies like CD Projekt Red are getting like huge, huge brownie points with everyone in the game community for just not being, a, just being a normal game publisher. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happened. It's finally happened when when someone just becomes like the best version of themselves, or just the, okay, not even no. best, just the normal version of themselves. It's just basically like everyone's just like. I mean, it's gotten to the point, right? where people like the people at the press conferences the people on stage they're basically like no loot boxes in order to garner cheers from the audience that's the point that it's gotten to it's stupid because they're the ones who implement it in the first place that's actually just like it's ridiculous it's like it's like that weird like marketing trick where you create something to hate, for everyone to hate, yeah. and then you come along later like a good guy, like, oh, big brother EA coming to the rescue, no loot boxes, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, your, your bottom line is loot boxes. What are you on about? Like, it's PR spin cycle. And it's a shame, because, like, developers are cool. And I don't, I don't want to discredit yeah. any of the work that the developers ha- have done because some of these people pour their hearts and souls into these games. Like, actually, like blood, sweat, and tears. And it just takes some dude at the top of the food chain to be like, soz, mate. We got to put this shit in here. Like, yeah. and then, yeah. and then you know, it gets released into the public and then people just shit all over it because of those 
one or two yeah. bad corporate decisions, and they just get to miss out on some of the artistry that it, that is involved, right? Yeah. Again, you, I hearken back to Battlefront Two. That game looked amazing. Yeah. It is a true damn shame. True <laughs> damn shame that that game had to fall like the way it did because of some. Yeah. Ah, you know it. it... It was basically more. It was basically an improved version of the original Battlefront. It had most of what everyone complained about from Battlefront One, and then they just added these uh, crappy mechanics, that card mechanics that just basically made the game unplayable. Let's say in an alternate timeline, right, where EA didn't do that. I reckon this game would be like one lauded as one of the best games, or maybe not the best game, like a really good game. Right. Let's say they just completely took out all the loot boxes, completely took it all out, and you know, maybe they even like okay. I reckon even if they didn't like, even if they did have loot boxes, maybe if the loot boxes were just purely cosmetic, right? Right. Then I reckon this good game wouldn't have copped as much flag just because it was so tied to the game mechanics, and yeah. to the actual like content in the game. Ah, oh, why? Why do I think that? Okay, here brings up another question, right? When I just said why, and I think I sort of know why they did that, is because you look at the mobile game. Did you see the Star Wars bloody mobile game? Ah. Oh. Those Disney mobile games are money makers. Huge. Huge sources of income. Star Wars and Marvel. It's it's because yeah. I don't know why. I, 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 I It does confuse me a little as to, you know, when you have predatory, you know, practices like um, that involve gameplay and, you know, money at the same time. If you have it in a PC game or like a console game, everyone hates the shit out of it, but on the mobile market, it's the complete reverse. It's expected. <laughs> I don't understand how that happened. Like, why? Like, I, yeah, I'm. I'm I think. Confused. I think it's just the, the fact that it is a mobile. It's on mobile platforms, so people don't actually spend countless hours like they do on consoles. So, it, like, the monetary value in terms of the amount of hours played, it's like that balance is completely different. Which is which is very ironic, don't you think? Because they yeah. play less of the game, yet pay more money than a full game. Right, does, that, yeah. does that make sense to you? I I don't. Like, it's... Mm, mm. I, yeah, I don't... I have, I have no clue. Maybe there is some reason. Maybe we should do some reading as to why the mobile yeah. market is the way it is. But, damn. Because do you remember when the first rumors came out about mobile gaming and people were losing their shit because it was like, oh my god, you can play games. And then look at it today. It's just <laughs> a cesspool. Like an actual cesspool of just like random gacha games plus like character buying and like... It's clones of those gacha games. <laughs> I'm just, you know, true, true shame. Again, please Valve. Because, okay, like Valve haven't done anything particularly egregious with their games. Well, admittedly, they don't release many games, like at all these days. No. But they haven't done egregious. 
they have, you know, they could, they're like one step away from fucking it up. I'm sure eventually there will be a gambling game, like a real actual gambling game where like the first or second or third place has monetary value to be attained. But we are yet to reach that point, and I hope it never reaches that point. <laughs> that that would be like the breaking point. It would. It would. I I just I just hope that like like not like some random dude at corporate doesn't see dollar signs and just be like, oh crap, there's you know a gold mine to be made. Yeah. It's well, yeah. Like like I said before, Valve seems more like a storefront. Like every day that passes. <laughs> Like, when's the last time anyone talked about Valve and game development in the same sentence? Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Half-Life 3 will be a gacha game. Oh, no. <laughs> Comes out on mobile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, they, 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 well with Halak, what? It's said that, like, with Half-Life 2, they revolutionized FPSs, right? Half-Life oh, 3 will revolutionize... Mobile, mobile gaming. Game. Yeah, exactly. Mobile... The, the game that no one knew we that they wanted. <laughs> no one yeah. no knew we wanted a Half-Life 3 mobile game, and here we are. Nah, let's hope not. Let's hope not. I mean, hey, see, that's how bad mobile gaming is. It's because it's now a stigma. It's fucking a yeah. huge stigma. I'm sure there's like, you know, I'm sure Diablo Immortal. <laughs> I'm sure Diablo Immortal could have, if the mo- huge mobile stigma wasn't there, right? Then, and also maybe they released it way earlier, like talked about it way earlier, other yeah. than that BlizzCon. Then maybe they wouldn't have caught as much flack as they did. I mean, it's a cool concept, right? Like, uh, RPG on your phone. Oh, yeah. Seems neat. RPGs, yeah. Like, again, like... See, that's a good grind game, right? Yeah. I mean, not Diablo when it first came out, but, like, Diablo sort of now, in this sort of state, is a good cathartic game, right? You sort of... Yeah. It's one of those games you sort of just shut your brain off and just go through it. And, yeah, I can totally see that on the mobile. You just drop in, kill some monsters on the train... And then, you know, once you reach your destination, you just turn it off. It's, it's a good idea, but the way the delivery sort of sucked. Sort of, sort of yeah. really sucked. Like, goddamn. I mean, hopefully... Again, we said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. CD Project Red. Keep going. Do you, boo. Just really, just do, yeah. do what you're doing. Don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Please don't fuck it up. Oh, that yeah. that being said, I think there was like an article about how uh, the the CD the DLCs for um, yeah. CD Project Red are like. Well, then they're gonna be basically the same as The Witcher Three expansions. Which is good. And yeah, yeah, no, definitely, cause like I own all the Witcher, like all the Witcher deals three and D- its DLCs. And that is a pretty good deal, honestly. So hopefully that same quality applies to Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, you know what a, a storefront that should receive support? GOG. I reckon GOG is a, yeah. 
Like, sure, their their features are not quite there up with Steam as well, but um, do you? No, well, they 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 have a lot of good stuff. It's like they have a lot of like good game, old games, and like most of those games you can't even find on Steam, and it's like, it's it's good, it's good for preservation. It's good for like trying out like historical games. For sure. For sure, I I think GOG needs um, you know, needs to be the the new champion. Who knows? Maybe yeah. GOG will be the new champion. I mean, people aren't really leaving Steam like in droves anyway. No. And uh, hopefully Steam sort of steps up its game, because right now it's not really doing anything in the way to stop the tide of the the epic games. No. Right, like you know, epic games. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they have good intentions, right? Like initially, yeah. when they first announced themselves, they were like, "Oh, you know, we're, we're for the developer." And anything for the developer yeah. is is a huge plus. Is a huge plus, but exclusivity, right? Mm, you know, not great, not great at all. Um, luckily, Steam's not doing the same thing, but then Steam is not helping <laughs> either. No. So who who knows what they're thinking? Honestly, they're resting on their laurels until it comes to the point where Epic takes a bit too much, and then they'll be like, "Oops, we need to do something right now." <laughs> holy, holy! Sh- well, I don't think so because there's so much hate towards Epic Games right now. But who knows? Like time will tell. Because like time, yeah, you know, people have short memories, right? Eventually, and if they do catch up in features and stuff and all of that, then maybe people will just be okay with it eventually. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's just, uh, speaking of features, it's just so hilarious that a shopping cart is on their roadmap of features. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what? Oh, God. I think, okay, so... I have, a, I have a small theory on this, right? I have a small theory. Have you heard of, like, how the competition between, like, let's say Netflix and Hulu and, let's say, Stan in Australia and all these, yeah. like, video streaming websites, right? Like, none of them have really innovated, right, in terms of, like, no. features and categories. Like, if you ever look at Netflix, for example... Their search function, like, sure, they have a huge library, but their search function sucks so yeah. much. Like, yeah. what, like, you, you look at the freaking, like, TV shows, what, you have, like, what, genres. And it's just, like, the most basic-ass genres. Like, you can't even search by tags. You can't search mm. by, like, thingamabobs. If you want, like, multiple tags at the same time, that's impossible. Like, it's really hard to find something specific if, if you want. Like, let's say, you know, sure, if you know the name of the thing you're searching for, kudos. But if you're just like, hey, I just want to watch the next thing that I might be interested in, I'm just exploring things to watch. And Netflix is garbage. But, like, um, and same with, like, a lot of the other streaming services as well. And, you know, there's a discussion out there about how it's not really a, a race between features, it's a race between exclusives. Yeah. So, right now, like, what really affects their bottom line isn't features but exclusives. And yeah. so that's why it's not really like a uh, a monopoly because you wouldn't call, like sure, like before maybe you could call Netflix a monopoly, but now it's not so much of a no- monopoly because no. 
the shows are not like if one show is on one streaming service, it's not on any other. Yeah. So they basically get the licensing rights and collect them. Exactly, and that's what's happening with Epic right now. I reckon, and so yeah. Epic right now more than anything is on the hunt for exclusives and for games and game developers they yeah. don't give a shit well i mean maybe maybe they do but right now it seems like they don't, don't give a shit about features right now they're just like no. hey if we have a big enough library of games that have that like people really like and really enjoy then yeah. eventually they'll come over right regardless mm-hmm. of the features right and so yeah. i think it, I think it's only a matter of time, honestly, until until Epic get like lands on its feet and the hate towards it will just blow over. Oh, no, definitely. It's, right? Th- and it's, this is still like... It's still early days. Still really, early days. Yeah. Well, that being said, though, like, Ste- like Steam... Like, obviously it's early days, but Steam right now, right, doesn't have any exclusivity deals, right? So no. therefore, any game that's on Steam can be on Epic, but not all Epic games are on Steam. So yeah. there'll come a time because right now the, the Steam library is massive. They've got years right. ahead of like yes. Epic games right now, like years. Yeah. But I feel like the moment sort of like Epic starts catching up, right? They start catching yeah. up on their library, and maybe maybe some of their features, you know, they they have like a proper friends list and you know, freaking, you know, like invite lobbies and stuff and maybe a shopping cart. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then, then we're talking, right? Because I, yeah. I mean, nine out of 10 times, like, you know, people exclaim features that and this, right? Um, but all it comes down to is like a good friends list, a good invite system and, you know, um, means of communication and you're pretty much right. set. I sure there's workshop is useful and stuff for like community building and stuff like that and forum pages and stuff, but but that's just on the peripheries, right? Yeah. And so yeah, I feel like uh, right now Epic Games is is going that way. Um, in terms of like uh, in terms of strategy, maybe Steam strategy is to just make games. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, yeah. Start. Yeah. Hey, like they start making their what their third games in each of their game, like the third games in each of their trilogies. It's like Portal Three, Left 4 Dead Three, Half Life Three. Dude, yeah, they could if if Epic ramps up their game, freaking Valve can come out swinging with their own like games. Like holy shit, yeah, that could be actually insane, dude. Epic Games could be the marker to an actual Half Life Three. <laughs> who knows man who knows we'll, we'll see because like right now yeah. um steam's not pressured steam no, doesn't feel no pressure right now right like uh you know we'll see what happens in the future but uh i hope steam hangs in there because i like steam right now i don't right. particularly hate it what i do think I don't like about Steam though is that they've gotten really lax in the sales recently. Have you seen like the freaking mm. the last like you know winter sales and you know summer sales? They've been pretty garbage. Yeah, I mean like they're they're um they and their features are gone. Like it's slowly decreasing. Like before they used to have like flash sales, you know, rotational yeah. sales, and you know 
the seasonal sales was a huge event that everyone was like, holy shit, you know, freaking oh, summer sales, steam sales coming out. Oh, winter steam right. sales coming out. Yeah, you know, yeah. what are you going to buy? You know, things to look out for. But now it's like, ah, oh, the discounts are like, meh. And they're pretty much like the normal discounts you see at games like during the week. Like, like it's basically all the normal like weekend discounts you get for games are just right. yeah, placed yeah. all on the same day, pretty much. That's what they've done. Like, what's the winter sales sort of like now? Now, yeah. hey, maybe with Epic coming along, they could revitalize their sales strats. No, no, definitely. It's the competition, right? With, like, I think it was a couple of weeks back with, like, Epic. It was, like, 10% off every game on their storefront. With an asterisk. I'm pretty sure some games were excluded, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but either way, like, regardless of, like, how well that went, even it didn't go that well. Like, apparently there was, like, huge issues with the sale and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, maybe those sorts of, like, pricing points could, like, drive Valve to try it. Yeah. 10% ain't enough to sway people, I don't think. 10% I is mean, pretty much nothing. I th- I'm, I'm not even sure if it was, like, more than 10%. There were scandals because some some game developers were like, no, we don't want to put our game on sale. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's what I was talking about with, like, them. They didn't even tell, like, some of the publishers that they were putting the games on sale. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. They were just like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Not our game. (laughs) Yeah, and to be fair, like... um, Obviously, they, they need better communication with publishers. And also, yeah. some, some of the exclusives, right? They need the money because they're on, only exclusive on Epic Games. And who knows? Yeah. And they don't have any other streams of income. No, for, for now, they're writing off their Fortnite money. That's literally how they're getting all these exclusives. It's all Fortnite money. True. I mean, they're, they're trying to spread their eggs, right? Yeah. Because... I don't know about you, but I feel like the the whole battle royale genre is sort of plateaued. No, yeah, it's definitely it's it's sort of hit hit its peak right now. Like it was so, still sort right. of peaking, but like I don't you, you don't see the explosive numbers like of growth anyway no. right now, and like it's it's sort of slowed down, and like all the other battle royales are just dying, just completely dying. Yeah. And so you have the main big two battle royales, right? It's obviously Fortnite, and then you have um, PUBG. Let's call it PUBG, right? So PUBG, you think you think that PUBG would have died by now, but no, no, it's alive and well in China, a- Asia. Yep, Asia's keeping it alive. Freaking, freaking China! I mean, as long as they take root in China, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all good. But like you know, Fortnite for the West and PUBG for the East. Yeah. There you go. You've got the two hemispheres sort of covered. And then, you know, and then all the other games are just struggling for scraps at the end. Right. Like, look at look at Apex Legends, remember? People were yeah. talking about, oh, the Fortnite killer. Oh, look at, like, freaking Apex, like Apex Legends. But no, they cannot compete with the Fortnite money. No. Like, the kind of, like, um, like, sure, like, the core gameplay of Apex Legends is... Very good, like yeah. Gay, I mean, like it's from the Titan Four devs, so of course. Yeah. yeah, like you know, shooting mechanics and like um, what's it call it? The um, 
like you know the squad mechanics and like freaking skills and stuff it's got a combination of like pardon me overwatch and uh let's call it yeah like butter royale and like pug g which is like fantastic but the problem is that fortnite updates so damn fast like i recently like i played when fortnite still sort of was in early access right i look at it now and it's look the game looks so different like so different like how many seasons have they gone through i don't even know it's crazy i know and they have like crossovers between like the mcu and stuff and i'm just like god dang son god dang no wonder like all all the kids are flocking to that game yeah like why wouldn't you like they've got something new like every week or some shit (laughs) right holy moly and then obviously apex legends you know Initial launch was great, but they they couldn't keep up with the update cycle. No. Well, it's because, you know, I don't think EA is willing to pump the money in, right? Yeah, that and it's like, it's their first time the studio has to, like, continually work, like, 24-7 on the game. Because, like, their previous games, like, Titanfall, like, basically just Titanfall, like, those sorts of, like, FPSs, you don't expect updates every single week month it's like every so often it's like a new dlc pack comes out but with like battle royales it's like every week has to be different yeah true or like not even different just like something new right some like yeah. slightly new mechanic you know something something new consumable or some some like a vehicles there's freaking vehicles in fortnite yeah. now like holy crap <laughs> it's like you know it's it's insane so um talking about like uh what's it call it uh things that are insane um monster hunter iceborne now i love monster hunter by iceborne like i've said previously and uh mm-hmm. this this news sort of saddens me in my heart because right now the iceborne beta is open for ps4 now we're probably right. going to upload this on the Sunday, and so the weekend's probably going to be over, like, yeah. <laughs> probably soon. But this saddens my heart, because I only have Monster Hunter on the PC, and to know that my Monster Hunter's not going to come out for another six months on freaking PC, I'm just going to be like... Uh, uh, wait, is it really six months? I thought they were planning on making it a bit quicker this time. Yeah, it is, te- it is quicker, but, like, it's like... Um, What's it called? They said winter, of right, uh, okay. coming out okay. in winter. So that could mean anywhere from like December to like like February. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I mean, last time they said all, like fall, but it, and the release like early fall. So you yeah, know okay. that was that was good. So hopefully, I'm thinking maybe December. Yeah. Wishful thinking, you know. Right. But I don't want to keep my hopes up. Cause, you know, I don't, I don't be crushed. I mean, freaking, oh my god, Iceborne, Iceborne looks so good right now. Oh. Yeah. Do you know? Do you do you know they tried to start an esports <laughs> around that game? Uh, uh, no, but I can see how that work. It'd be like racing to kill the monster, right? It's basically time trial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically no, that makes like, sense. Who can kill the monster the fastest? But yeah, like, yeah. You know, but you know that's never gonna work. But again, it's no, no, entertaining I, to watch. I, 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 yeah, I think it's just like a fun thing, fun side thing, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, if they were to ever get like, um, 
if they were to ever do an esports, Team Darksiders would win all the time, hundred ten percent. Like, <laughs> like if you haven't heard of them, Team Darksiders is like a, a YouTube channel where they do speed runs of monsters, and they're uh, okay, yeah, out of their mind, like out of their mind. So it's crazy. I mean, you don't even have to play monsters to watch them. Check them out. They're freaking fantastic. They do like builds and like freaking like speed runs and they show like, you know, what they do and everything. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, in terms of the news for this week, right? In terms of news, it's actually pretty a pretty light week on news for video games. Yeah, it's post E3, not a lot of game companies are releasing new info. They've just gone through their press cycle. So yeah. they're now relaxing basically. Pretty much. Um, an update to Keanu Reeves, if if anyone's interested. I mean, yeah. the dude, it's the golden age of Keanu at this yeah. point. Like, the guy, can, can't, you can't stop him now. Like, he's pretty much like freaking Iron Man at this point. I know. Or, or like, his, his agent, whoever they are, should be applauded for getting him so many, into so many eyes, like, with games yeah. and stuff. Like, for a guy that's just known for action, like, I don't know about you, but, like, a lot of, you know, Hollywood stars, they have that, like, Hollywood sheen to them, right? Yeah. They've got that, like, you know, you ask them about a question, and then they give you the stock, like, the stock bog answer of, oh, yeah, you know, blah, 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 I liked it, blah, 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 it was good, blah, 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 that, right? And then, you know, you just see their facade of whatever the celebrity is. But for some mm-hmm. damn reason, because I think maybe because he's, he, you know, his facial expressions or or maybe the way he, he appears on stage, it's just a little awkward, and that, that just makes me like him so much. <laughs> like, no, it's it's because we've seen those photos of him in public, right? I don't know if you've ever seen those photos no, of him in public, like no, sitting, really like depressed Keanu, him sitting on the park bench eating a sandwich alone. <laughs> like him giving up the seat for the pregnant woman. It's like all these nice stories about him in public. I didn't. I I knew that sort of stuff was like around online, but I didn't I didn't really know how far it went. But I don't know. Just just the way he carries himself, like even on the stage, like he was. It's freaking like you know, like just a dude. <laughs> it just seems like a yeah. guy, like like an actual person. Like, you know, sure, like, you, you look at, like, Vin Diesel or, like, um, what's it called? The Rock Johnson or whatever, right? And, you know, they have that Disney or Hollywood glow to them. But Keanu's mm. Keanu, dude. I, I mean, yeah. he just seems like a, a guy, just like a dude, like yeah. a regular dude. I'm just, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then, so, we have some news from... Uh, comicbook.com so you want to tell us some bit about that you want to elaborate yeah so according to comicbook.com which is a bit like they're a bit off and on in terms of how reliable they are like apparently they interviewed Kevin Feige recently and according to Feige they've been talking to Keanu Reeves for quite a while now about including him in the MCU, and that has that excites me a lot because it just sets off so many theories about who he can be, like what sort of movies he'll be in. It's for crazy. sure. Like, 
they have to give him a badass character. Right. 110% has to be badass. Some Something in right. the long, like with guns and some, like, you know. Nah, uh, maybe not be. guns though. I don't know. Like, there's I, been rumors of him being like Wolverine. There's yes. been rumors of him being like the Silver Surfer. Like, if he he's had, the Silver okay. Surfer, that would maybe, be epic. Cause... Maybe not Silver Surfer. I don't know, dude. No, like, him as a Silver Surfer would be... Like, the Silver Surfer in the comics is a cool character. Definitely not in the movies. In the movies, he's just a silver man. Yeah, but... Okay, cool. Like, I can agree with that. As long as he doesn't appear silver on the screen. <laughs> like, if you right. just imagine a silver Keanu, I don't... I don't, I don't see yeah. that. No, no, sorry. <laughs> doesn't yeah, doesn't work nice. with the long hair. It, maybe if he was, like, you know... Like a silver surfer, but like not physically silver, like just not body right. glitter silver. Then okay, I mean, fair enough. I can see it. That'd be great. Like he just, yeah. I just, I just want him to be like just badass. Like you know, one of those, one of those characters who just speaks few words, but like his right. actions speak a million. Like you know what I mean? I mean, that that that's all his characters, right? Exactly, right? It'd be so cool. Just you just he just rocks up, just like oh. But then again, right? He could just be like a cameo. Who knows, man? Right. Uh, no, yeah. The like prevailing rumor is that he'll be in the Eternals movie, which is like the next big like space movie from Marvel. It's like it's basically like Space Gods the movie. <laughs> Dude, Keanu's yeah, like... a space god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine that. I can imagine yeah, that. Yeah. Keanu, space god Keanu. I, I mean, yeah. Um, hey, do you know if, like, Punish, the Punisher is Marvel, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and is he going to be part of the MCU, do you think? Um, like, the actor for the Punisher. Oh, no, no. The, I bet you they're going to replace all those actors from the Netflix shows. Because they, no. like, they broke off the deal, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, so... I don't know. What do you and think about like Keanu being the Punisher? <laughs> that that would seem way too. It seemed I'm, way too obvious. Too and obvious. Honestly, too on the nose. Yeah, too obvious. Yeah. Well, well I mean, yeah. we'll see, right? We'll see. Oh, Donnie Yen. I just read it. Is there talks about Donnie Yen? No, nothing specific. Okay. Okay, if Donnie Yen was in freaking the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh my god! Okay, I hope they I don't mean, do yeah, him yeah. dirty and give him a good role, like a good main lead role. I I, I don't know. Donnie Yen seems like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is there like a uh, is there like a kung fu sort of like? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's the Shang Chi. It's I think that that's like one of the movies they're developing right now. It's basically like yeah, they're casting. Oh, they're definitely gonna cast a lot of well-known Asian actors in it. Yeah, I just had a brainwave, right? I just had a brainwave. What? Just imagine, it's the land of the hypothetical. What if Bruce Lee was alive today, <laughs> in oh. his prime, and he'd be in the MCU? Oh, oh yeah, my no. god! Him in that. Him in that. Yep. No, that would be pretty. Hands nice. down. I mean, yep. Yep. The best movie in the universe. Freaking Bruce Lee in the MCU. Oh. Getting chills thinking about it, but to, you know, but you know, Ripper, uh, R.I.P. Bruce Lee. But uh, 
let's look forward to the next Marvel movie. What's the next Marvel movie? Do you know? Well, technically, it's Spider Man, well, right? Spider Man, yeah. But they're also re-releasing Avengers Endgame. Wait, what? With yeah, they're releasing they're re-releasing Avengers Endgame with like a new post-credit scene and some new Easter eggs apparently. And it's definitely just to beat the Avatar record of like two. It was like two point eight billion dollars or something. Wait, they want to be. Yeah, they're re-releasing this at the box office. Not this is not like part yeah, of some no. like Blu-ray DVD thing, right? No, no, they're re-releasing it at the box office <laughs> with the new heck? content. God damn, son! Why, why are you gonna do this to us, man? Why? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, I could go watch it. A second time. Do you want to watch it a third time, <laughs> Jason? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. If just to see what the new stuff is, right? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I could watch that battle scene over and over again. Honestly, yeah, 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 I'd go there just to watch the battle scene again. That freaking oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Who who knows if they'll be successful in beating Avatar's record, but. I mean, yeah. I remember, like... I guess they have to try. When Avatar came out, that was, like, the huge... Like, the biggest thing. It was, like... Yeah, oh, it's because of the 3D. The 3D, right? But then no one talked yeah. about it afterwards. Like, it just disappeared off the face of the earth after nope. that. Like... Yeah. It was just like, oh, like, did you watch Avatar? Yeah, I watched Avatar. They had some freaky, you know, tentacle connect thing that was an you know, yep. analogy for sex, but, like... <laughs> and, and, yep. And now he... James Cameron has like four sequels lined up. Oh yeah, he was he was like planning a huge universe with Avatar, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he he's he's still planning on releasing them. What the heck? Like, what's what's taking him so damn long? What technology uh, isn't yeah, here he yet? <laughs> Maybe he's like, oh, the technology isn't here yet. We need right. we need proper four D <laughs> coming out. To, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> Avatar four D. <4D. laughs> there we go. I, I don't think it's gonna take off. I don't know. I liked it. You know, the CG was great, but in terms, it's, it's space Pocahontas. Literally space, space Pocahontas. Pocahontas. I mean, the more sci fi, the better. I haven't. We haven't gotten any. Any good sci-fi movies, <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> in a while. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I don't know. What, what did you think of uh, Force Awakens? I mean, not really. It wasn't what Force Awakens. Oh no, no. Um, what's the latest one? The Last Jedi. The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, at the time after watching, immediately after watching it, yeah, I think I told you I was like, oh yeah, it was pretty good. But then, like, looking back on it, it's like, it's, I still thought it was enjoyable, but not as, it wasn't great, it, let's just it, say. It, it wasn't enjoyable. Like, I, I think it was one of those moments where I realized, like, hey, this show is less about sci-fi and more about, like, just drama and spectacle now. You know right. what I mean? Because, like, the sci-fi elements in there are, like, threadbare at this point like holding by a string i mean like just some of the things that happened in 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 that movie just broke a lot of just i mean i'm a huge sci-fi nerd not okay not that big of a sci-fi nerd but i appreciate my sci-fi right i mean star wars basically it's star wars 
it's space has opera, some, but like yeah, but that like and on the opera like, side. Yeah, that and it's sci-fi has it's basically magic. Honestly, the force is magic. Yeah, there it's basically magic in space, and then everything yeah. else is just like, oh well, that can happen because of magic. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Honestly, I'm more excited for the Mandalorian TV series than the new movie. Okay, so that I, I, looks I haven't heard really much about good. that. What's what's the Mandalorian? It's basically a TV series. It's going to be run by John Favreau, who people might know from Iron Man. He's Happy Hogan from the MCU, and it's basically about a bounty hunter after. Uh, I think after Return of the Jedi, and like basically him working in like the far reaches of the galaxy. It's. Yeah. And like they, there was like a leaked trailer that seemed really, really. It set a good tone for the show. It's basically it more looks, akin it, to Rogue One, which I think is like the best Star Wars movie ever. Basically, I think Star Rogue One is yes. probably the best one. I I sort of agree with you. I I reckon uh, Rogue One was one of the better Star Wars movies that it, that has been released in recent times. But uh... yeah. And, you know, at least, you know, the sci-fi elements sort of do hold up in, like... I think, for me, like, The Last Jedi, like, I think that scene, like, she, like, lights, like, warped straight through the freaking battlecruiser just sort of just broke so much, so much for me. Like, the emergency... Like, that the whole scene where it leads up to, like, oh, like, she, like, freaking her, like, cockpit like the freaking bridge got blew up and Layla just right. somehow survives space and like gets in there because of the force. And then, you know, they're running away and, you know, any one of the ships that all died could have just light warped, like freaking, I don't know. What's the word? What's the word? Space warp? Light nah, speed? Gone into hyperspeed. Just, yeah, light speed. Light speed straight through the carrier. Like, why did everyone have to wait for the purple hair lady? I, I, I don't know. But, you know, like, a lot of that has just been like, okay, well, now the there's there's a huge problem, right? So why, what's the whole point of uh, spa- spaceships anymore? You just, you just have these, like, you know, you just have, you just strap, like, asteroids Strap it with some like light speed engine on it and just shoot it at like well, like people. No, that's things. not how it works in the universe. We we can have this whole discussion. <laughs> I I I'm just like the star Star Wars the Star Wars mythos could like have its own twenty hour discussion about light speed and how it's portrayed. Yeah, yeah, I guess. No, but I agree with you. It's that move was. Definitely broke the immersion. Not expected. Well, it was not expected. Well, that's the whole point of it, right? It's to be surprising because no one would thought of that. Because people thought that okay, when you enter light speed or jump space warp, I don't know whatever the term is. Freaking, you go through and you basically you basically dodge through things. Basically, it's like a wormhole travel type thing, right? Not actually moving very fast. Not like not physically, just like going through space and time. Like you know what I mean? No, it's it's no, it's definitely moving through space. 
yeah you're moving but through like, space at a exponential exponentially fast right right you're moving at light yeah. speed <laughs> yeah but like you know no one like you know people just assume that you just dodged everything on your way because yeah it just seemed like it was just a straight line and you end up in your right, desired right. area right because like if it was just moving really, really fast, like freaking any sort of debris in, in your way would have just destroyed you, basically. <laughs> like it smash you into little smithereens. And people just sort of ignore that fact, but now it's like, oh crap. So basically right now in the universe, every time you light speed, it's like, a, or either your computer has to gamble, like whether if there's like debris in your way, or you have to plot I mean, paths. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole point. There's hyperspace lanes, like there's literally you have to plot lanes. There's literally highways of hyperspace that people go through to the safest, safest path. Like I said, yeah. it's a very complicated mythos. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. All right, let's, let's let's move away from Star Wars. Hotly contend contended movie. I, yeah. it has its avid fans and vivid haters. <laughs> vivid haters. Yeah, the most contentious Star Wars movie. Like I think it's even more contentious than the prequels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what was the real point of the Last Jedi? It was just basically like she just gets her Jedi training. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Like, Basically. Yeah, I think I think a big honestly the biggest mistake of that movie was setting it immediately after Force Awakens. Cuz that yeah. I, I like Force just, Awakens. That that just shortened the timeline dramatically. And yeah. Mm, yeah. And like you you couldn't do any a lot of things dramatically. Honestly. A lot of the drama was gone. From the timeline being shrunk. Well, that too, and you know, like there was like discussion of how like the first movie was a good setup movie because there's a lot of yeah plot threads. You're like, oh shit, where where's this gonna go? Yeah, and then a lot of those plot threads have just destroyed the second movie, and now we're just yeah. like, and uh, now they're being put back in the third movie. Like, yeah, I don't know if you saw with like the Knights of Ren, those cool ass guys. You saw in the original, like, Force Awakens trailer that, like, they're followers of Kylo Ren. Where'd where they go? <laughs> yeah, now they're bring, being brought back in the third movie. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, it doesn't seem very um, planned out, exactly. It doesn't seem no. like there's a, you know, a clear voice, in, like, the clear, like, story arc. I mean... What was it? The end of the, like, the Last Jedi was basically, oh, they have hope, but I don't... Like, hope from what, really? What yeah. That she has, like, Jedi training now? Is right. that it? Because... I mean, they, they killed the leader of the First Order, basically. <laughs> For, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, no, besides the fact that that boat, that, like, what's it called? Everyone on that ship is basically ev everyone that remains, right? Yeah. I, yeah, they're like even more screwed than the original Rebels. And yet they still have hope somehow. I mean, I guess that's the yeah. whole tagline of the movie, right? Right. What? Who's directing the next movie? It's J.J. Abrams again. Okay, well, let's see how he pieces it back together. And see right. how they get out of this rut. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
yeah, I can't see how he can pull it back together. I don't know how well, the... they're skipping a few years this time. So uh, oh, they have as to. in they're like moving in the timeline, as in like I think it's like two years maybe. I heard somewhere. So see, that's that's a writer's trick to just basically fill yeah. fill in the gaps because he did like oh crap we don't know what to do right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and then they could just come up with some random crap to say, "Oh, this happened while you didn't you didn't see it." <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of other news in gaming, there isn't much else. I don't think. No, not really. Um, EA doing its own shit. Keanu Reeves, Cyberpunk. You know, oh, whatever. there was one other thing. With like Telltale, Telltale, like them closing down, and all the games that they made, like they're slowly being pulled off the store. But with like Minecraft story mode, apparently they like put it put it back up on sale for like a hundred US dollars, and they basically made like a post where it's like, "Don't buy this. We put it up at a very high price. Don't buy it." But it's like a hundred US dollars. It's still something. It's like on the edge of like a very unreasonable price, and what? something that a kid would be able to buy as Wait, well. It's like no, what a hundred USD? No way, a kid can't pay, dude. Okay, no, 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 no. It's it, like uh, honestly, a hundred USD is like. It's on the edge of like, like I said, it's definitely not a reasonable price, but it's on that very edge of like, I don't people know. People will still pay for that. All right, I don't know about you, dude, but like, freaking, hundred USD. There's no way unless the little kids, like freaking parents, are like pretty well off. I don't, I don't see like, like I say, a twelve year old or a thirteen year old be like, hey, mum, dad. Can you buy this hundred USD? Well, Think about it in I Australian see, dollars, my friend. Australian dollars, a hundred and thirty bucks. A hundred and thirty no. bucks for a Minecraft no, story I, mode game. I say I, that because it's no, like no, thank you. These days have like a hundred dollar price points. Honestly, it's like not out of the question for people to buy. Yeah, but a hundred dollar yeah. price points. No, 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 but they're like special editions, right? They're mostly just special editions with some like extra little thing on the side. This is just the base game, and it's a freaking a tale, like a Telltale game, which is not like, hey, no offense, no. Telltale, but it's not like the most like, feature packed like, game. Yeah, I'm not there saying is. people will like. Right. It's, so, I'm not saying it's like not a un like reasonable price. I'm saying it's like, it's riding a very fine edge of like. Like what? Why did? Why couldn't they just put it at like zero dollars? No, no. Why couldn't they have? If they wanted to put it on sale 60. for like a very high price, they could have like increased it at an extra zero, right? A hundred dollars is like, it's still within the price range of again, <laughs> a normal game. I don't know about that, dude. I don't, I don't know about that, dude. There's so many Telltale games at this point where... I mean, yes, You could probably course, get it for course. way, 
way cheaper. No, no, it's not. But it's yeah. it's definitely not worth a hundred dollars. I I. You you you'd be hard pressed to find like. I mean, I wouldn't even pay like okay, it's even sixty dollars for oh, like yeah, yeah. Minecraft story mode is I'd say pushing it a little bit, but like a hundred dollars, like, what are they thinking? And like, I don't I don't understand like what they no no it's it's because they, they not to buy it. Like, they basically what? I think it's something I, to do with licensing where they have to keep it on the storefront for now. So they like just put an like high price on it. Right. What? Ugh. I I I don't know, dude. Like Telltale like looks like it's in it's actually like it's like a corpse like letting out gas. It's like freaking <laughs> Hey man. It doesn't I don't understand what's happening. I don't I don't Whatever, you gotta be some yeah. like hardcore Minecraft fan to pay a hundred dollars USD, mind you, USD. Again, let me reiterate, that's probably gonna be around a hundred forty, a hundred thirty bucks. Now, okay, let, let me let me give you like just put this in perspective. What can you do with a hundred USD? Right, you could. Right. I don't know. Let's say have a very nice meal. <laughs> <laughs> at a very nice restaurant or maybe you could buy I don't know what, what could you buy with 130 bucks you could probably buy a bluetooth speaker like a, a pretty decent one I don't know like you know a, like a small one that you can carry around what, what what can you dude you could probably buy a nice mechanical keyboard right or maybe you could buy like a nice head set of headphones or something like that like a nice pair not not like, you know, you're, you're crappy, you know, whatever. Like, you'd probably buy, I don't know, like, a Corsair keyboard. Maybe, like, a mid-range one. I wouldn't put it into... No. Uh, I mean, no, I, I, I agree it's not, not, worth, not worth, it. worth it. I'm just saying that the price is just... What? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm like, I... I, I hear you. I'm just saying, like, Telltale, no, what, what the okay, hell are you so doing? Okay, so reading more into it, like, it's because they need they need to put it back on the storefront so that people can download the remaining episodes. Ah, oh, so this is not right. okay, okay. Maybe I misunderstood, right? Okay. So this is this is a move to put it on the storefront so that the people who right, already yeah. own it yeah that it's it's being put back on sale so that yeah it's being put back on the store so that people can download it and they put 100 they put a 100 dollars price point on it okay okay, no, no, okay, no, okay it's okay. it's probably me no, that, that confused me for a second maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, if you put it that way, okay, fair enough. I take back what I said. Good guy, tail tail. Fucking sorry <laughs> for for, no, for describing I mean, you, you as a dead corpse. You can corpse. say that. Yeah, guess, but the CEOs, like, <laughs> the head management of that company seems like real scumbags with how they handled their money. Well, I mean, at least they're uh, at least you know they they're keeping it up at least for the um. 
Most people still own it and still can get, get updates. But again, you know, a hundred dollars. You know, yeah, it begs the begs right. the question. You could have put that at any other price as well, I guess. Um. Oh, what about the um? Uh, no idea. Walking Dead game. Are they still releasing that? Because they, they they still have to right. yet. They said they were gonna release that, didn't they? It was oh, like right. a, yeah, yeah, it's no. not finished yet. The um, Walking Dead, I think, the, the, like the, the series. I think like the comic publisher has like a game studio that's gonna be like, they basically hired a couple of more people to like develop the rest of the episodes. No further news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the, well, they used right. to be, that used to be their sort of cash cow, right? So, and they're sort of like, you know, yeah. need to, I don't know, just for the fans, I guess. Maybe they're just doing it for the fans. Who knows? All right. Oh, so that was a big episode. Not really. It was, this, I think this is a bit shorter than the last two, but big episodes in terms of talking about auto chess. So you probably we're gonna probably talk about it again probably next week after you know we start playing some team fight tactics. Probably gonna try out the mobile version. All right. Um, and also no. added benefit, you don't need like a kick-ass computer to play these games. So you know, no excuse. You know, go ahead, download it on your phone or you know your laptop or whatever. Give it a try. Give it a shot. All right. This is gonna be us for today thank you for listening to us and uh see you guys next week also wait before i end this we also have a twitter account (laughs) so this is this is is where we like we have the obligatory twitter plug (laughs) i mean i I don't know what the watch time on like our viewers are like i don't think most people get to the end but if you're still with us at the end we have a twitter account just please follow us there the pub lobby on twitter (laughs) yeah the pub lobby it's it's just our name just on there we're gonna be on there we're gonna be talking about some stuff um alerts on our next episodes and Things we find interesting. Um, yeah. Hopefully the, the two guys from South Australia <laughs> is this. <laughs> for us, sorry, <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, see you guys next week. Bye.